and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. We are Caitlin and Christina. We've been, oh, I thought I was going to say best friends. I guess we are best friends. <laughs> I think you say it slightly different every time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> For 20 years and I have found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. <laughs> the second season is available on dvd or online and today we'll be talking about season two episode 12 which luckily is not a stupid or important one since that's the worst intro we've ever done yes and this episode is the reunion it was a fun one i did i really enjoyed this episode it had just the right amount of drama just the right amount of humor but i didn't take barely any notes because I can't really see it. Oh, see, I did take notes, but they're like, it's mostly what happened. So we know what part of the episode we're talking about and not a whole lot about what I thought about what was happening. So we're going to have to just get to that. Yeah. No, I can't type for the life of me because I got these, I put on these plus on nails. They're cute. They're very cute. I love them, but I can't type. (laughs) I have to, when I take Ever out of his car seat, I can't push the button so I have to use like this big sharpie I have that's like flat topped I don't think I could stand that I use my hands for too much stuff yeah I'm really debating whether to take them off or not um but I really like them they're cute but they sound very impractical (laughs) but yeah they luckily Luckily, I do you something. Have, sorry. I was say, luckily, you don't have to type for your job, right? I Heavy probably, sarcasm. <laughs> I know. I was thinking, I was like, I probably have to take these nails off when I start doing training for the HR position. Because <laughs> I'm like this. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Completely slows oh, me down. I'm actually a pretty fast typer because that's all I do mostly. Well, you figure starting from the time we were like early teenagers, we were like what MSN back and forth. Mm -hmm. So I think our generation probably has more experience typing on a keyboard than even the next one where they all type on their phones. No, we, our generation has more talent typing because remember having to use the, what did they call it? Where you had to use the, the numbers to type the text. Oh, I thank God we don't have to do that. I don't remember what it's called, but I'm so glad we don't have to do that anymore. I was so good at that. I would be like, doo, 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 doo. there you go. <laughs> like, barely yeah. had to change like one letter. <laughs> Hit like six, four times to get an M or whatever. Oh. <laughs> My niece doesn't know that horror. Yes, shout out to Lizzie because I think you're like the only person listening to us. I heard two mom told me you were listening to us. So yay. Hi. <laughs> Now I have to watch what I say. <laughs> anyway, so it's the reunion episode. So my, everyone comes back. My first thought was, I forgot half these people existed. Oh, for sure. I was like, I forgot Marla existed and Heidi. Who are these people? <laughs> when was there? Is the blonde girl named Heidi? Yeah. Yeah. When John and Heidi came out, I was like, Who the fuck are they? I remember John and John looks great. Yes. I was going to say, I don't think I recognized him because 
he looks so much thinner and I can't believe I think it was Nick said he oh you star you look so star Jones now yeah which a reference if any of the younger people are listening to us star Jones was on the view and she used to be very heavy and then she got the sleeve and lost a lot of weight so like that was in the 2000s that would meant like you lost a lot of weight <laughs> she guest hosted on the view like last month and she still looks amazing yeah so I don't know if she's a shit person or not she seemed she was cool and when she guest hosted it was it was fun seeing her again on there wait you watched the view I watched the the hot topics on YouTube I don't watch any of the interviews. I don't care, but I do like watching the hot topics. Yes. Oh, no, they didn't post the hot topics. I never read it, though. I I like watching them. It's they're occasionally entertaining. I love that someone put together a video of Meghan McCain saying my father over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, I didn't watch it because it was like five minutes long. So I made it like a minute in. It's just like, my father, my father, my father, my father, my father. It's that it was always that, or she had a friend that it was all like every reference, even if she didn't experience, her friend had experienced it. Was it? Always. She's like, I well, have I have a friend that thinks this. I have a friend that did this. I have a friend that went there. My mom used to watch The View way back in the day. So I don't think I've watched it really since it was like the original cast. Yeah because what's the girl that was no she wasn't on the original cast she was from survivor and for some reason got on the view oh girl yeah she like married a football player elizabeth hasselbeck yes yeah so when she was on survivor my mom was like oh my god your cousin's friend was her roommate in college (laughs) so i kind of liked it because of that and then i was like oh and then you listen to her talk and went, oh, never mind. I understood topics much more because, you know, again, that was like, I was still in high school, I think, when she was on Survivor. So I didn't yeah, care about stuff. I cared about my friends. <laughs> I remember when The View started and we were like kids at the time. Mm-hmm. But even then, I remember occasionally I would watch it, probably because my mom would occasionally watch it. The view has the, the original concept of it was pretty it's cool. It was supposed to be women with different backgrounds discussing stuff, and then it just sort of became like a shit show. I have no idea how it's still on. I mean, it's still the original concepts there, it's their topics are usually more serious than they were when they first started. Because they well, especially the past year or two, there's a lot of a lot of more serious topics but I mean the original concept's still there they still disagree on stuff and sometimes agree on stuff and they still are giving their view but anyway that's not the point of what's not the show we're talking about <laughs> okay yeah so they so the contestants in the order they were eliminated enter this little bar area and I said everyone's getting along because Santino isn't there yeah um Kirsten, who I only have the vaguest memory of, is pregnant. They comment on when she comes in. And she says she's seven months pregnant, pregnant, which means I don't know how long after the show aired that the reunion airs, but that kind of means she wasn't held in New York, how they do with a lot of the contestants. Well, she was a third eliminated. Yeah, so maybe she was allowed to go home? Yeah, no, she was. 
I think it's usually like the top five they keep in a house. Is it? Something like that. I don't know. Thank God I'm going to reality show. I don't <laughs> know. So they bring in them into a little room. It looks like where they do the runway show without the runway. Something like that, yeah. And then uh, Tim Dunn makes a comment that Nick designed a dress for Brenda Strong from Desperate Housewife, which is really cool. And then for some reason, Guadalupe is like, Guadalupe is so drunk. <laughs> like, I know. I wrote down her exact quote for later on so I could read it out. She is so drunk. Like, I actually feel bad for her because she didn't get to express any opinions in the reunion because she's too drunk to do so. I cringed so hard when I talked about it. I couldn't even, when I rewatched it this morning, I fast forwarded. I couldn't, it was so embarrassing. But oh, anyways. I, I paused so that I could write down exactly what she says so that anyone that doesn't want to watch can understand what we're saying when we say Guadalupe is very drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wrote like, Brenda Strong's a Project Runway fan, which is cool. If anyone doesn't know who she is, she's the, the, housewife undesperate housewife that killed herself and she does all the voiceovers oh i didn't realize that's who it was i didn't look yeah. it up. <laughs> i looked it up and i i never finished desperate housewives i should oh, yeah i never but i watched a lot of it when it aired but yeah I me too me too um i loved that heidi confused hotcakes versus bagels yes i wrote that down too those barbies went like bagels and everyone just <laughs> stares at her she looks at tim and goes is that what it is well what's it supposed to be and tim goes hotcakes they went like hotcakes and by hotcakes they mean pancakes right yeah yeah oh and then i got down to they discussed some of the mean things Santino said and i said it's really mean for them to make fun of diana's voice because that's something she can't change about herself. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I put a couple things. I agree. Like someone says that Nick should have been a finalist. I agree. Nick should have been a absolutely. finalist. Absolutely. Absolutely should have been. Um, Chloe says she was hurt by everyone picking her in the last episode, which understandable. And then Daniel Franco jumps right in to question why Santino feels the need to be so cutthroat. Santino says he's just shit talking like a basketball game. Chloe points out he offended everyone and he says that nothing he said actually matters. He says it doesn't matter. Here's my problem with that. <laughs> I don't think the person who makes hurtful comments gets to decide those comments don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. And he chooses to like not take any responsibility. He says something like, I don't regret saying any of it. What I regret is the way it made other people feel if it hurt their feelings. So he's putting all the responsibility for their hurt feelings on them rather than on himself for saying the things that hurt their feelings. Okay. Of course. <laughs> this is the mentality of the 2000s, really. It was always yeah. victim blaming. Yeah, pretty much. It was. It's your fault that your feelings were hurt and not my fault that I said your voice is super annoying and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like. God, the 2000s suck. I'm so glad that our the next generation didn't grow up in it. Cause like our standards of thin was so like insane. Our fashion sucked. And like, yeah, this victim blaming crap was just everywhere. I saw a video on TikTok that I wanted so badly to send to Chelsea, but I don't have her number to send it to her. I should have sent it to Stephanie to forward it to her. 
but it was like it was it was titled like going to the mall in 2007 or something like that and it starts out like she's putting like hair ties around the bottom of her jeans so she can get her uggs over her <laughs> flare jeans <laughs> and then she puts on like two t-shirts with slightly different lengths and then she I does, think I like, know what the you're talking in the about. front of her hair <laughs> She's got like blonde hair, right? And she's super yeah. pretty. And then she always does like the lip gloss. Oh, I don't remember that. But she does like the bump that Chelsea always used to do, the, <laughs> the bump. And I was like, I want so badly. <laughs> this is Chelsea getting ready to go out. I, I see her on TikTok and I always laugh because she does several of like getting dressed up in 2006 or 2006 to go party in a garage and like, <laughs> or like <laughs> dress up to go party in a shed. And she's like, has a coat on, but she's still wearing a skirt. And like, you know, she's, she's it cracked me up. It was like, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the, minus the Uggs, because I never had a pair of Uggs. That's why it made me think younger. of Chelsea, because you never had, you never wore the Uggs. Chelsea always wore them yeah. everywhere she went. But everything else is like super on point. And yeah. <laughs> after high school, on point with me. <laughs> I, was, I was quite glad to watch it and go. I never did any of that. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's those are trends that I didn't do. Oh, I feel good about that. Uh, oh, but <laughs> did you notice someone yelled at Santino saying, um, I want to know who yelled, I, <laughs> where's your glue gun when Santino was talking shit? Oh, I didn't notice it. Uh, when somebody like when he was going on that rant, someone was like, "Where's your glue gun?" Because <laughs> all they, of us were glued. Yeah, because somebody brought up the situation where Tim Gunn asked a question like, "Uh, someone wants to know where." Actually, no, I think that's later in the episode. Yeah, you. It was during the conversation then. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I didn't hear anyone say that. I know he says, Tim says the season two designers were more vocal than season ones were. And then they show various arguments on the runway back and forth. And I don't remember the Santino versus Daniel Franco argument with the deer. I love that gun too. They must have cut it. They, they must, must have, have shown like, it. Daniel Franco really calls him out and like says like your outfits don't look good. Yeah. He's just saying that no one would wear that. And it's true. It's true. And Daniel Franco, that's the episode that he went out on, right? Because mm-hmm. he was the leader of the other one. And, and the question that shouldn't have. I don't know, right? A question that a fan asked was like, why did Daniel Franco go home on that challenge versus Santino? Yeah. And Heidi had a hard time answering it. All she said was that Santino seemed to have a voice and a point of view where Daniel Franco's um, designs were too safe. To me, his designs did have a point of view. He went for that old Hollywood glam look. And that's a point of view. They just thought it was... Santino caused more drama than Daniel Franco did. And so they kept it. Exactly. And we said that in that episode. He was safe because, like, the producer's little disclaimer at the end. Yeah. Saying they have a voice and who stays and who doesn't. That's what he is. And that's... That's that's the only reason he survived making that deer lingerie. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. No it was a horrible Halloween costume, which I should have went for that as Halloween one year. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been funny. 
Okay, now we're up to, oh, apparently Nina Garcia thought Santino was going to kill her, which I don't remember that either. <laughs> I think she said it, like, in an interview. She, sometime, yeah. Because he said something about, like, I read that Nina thought this. And when they, we showed the clip, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot how, like, loud he was. I would have felt, like, yeah. that's another reason I was surprised he wasn't eliminated, because he was very, like, he was very aggressive Ooh. with the judges. Yeah. Yeah. No one should be yelled at like that. Unless she says that terrible. she thought he was going to jump off the runway and strangle her at one point. But he was yelling at her hardcore. Yeah. When you're, when you're to the day was when uh, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> had that speech at the Four Seasons landscaping. Oh, God. You know what? <laughs> We are, what's today? Today's the 6th, 7th? 7th. We are exactly five days out from Britney Spears' next court date. Mm-hmm. This is where she's supposed to, they have officially filed to end her conservatorship. Let's see what happens when we get there. Okay. <laughs> this is where someone writes into Bravo TV and asks. This is iconic. I this. <laughs> this clip needs to be posted at least once a year like you should start posting this on twitter once a year i I will for sure clip it and uh post it today um, so someone asks if guadalupe guadalupe feels that her elimination was fair given that marla's dress was uh it, it copied a dress directly from something nikki hilton had already worn and guadalupe says Honestly, I can only give him a personal critique. Nobody would ever know unless they personally respond to me would know what my personal response is. (laughs) And that is of me. And personally, I believe you can't like push the boundaries and like Johnny Cash walk the line. And and at that point, Heidi interrupts and goes, I'm so confused. What was the question? (laughs) That's pretty much the last thing Guadalupe says in the episode I think she continues on and says something about how her she can't copy Marla and Marla can't copy her yeah because Tim Gunn resets the question again yeah like try to rope her back in and that's when they're like sometimes an open bar is not a good idea yeah you can't handle an open bar I I wonder if that's going to change in future seasons, if they're going to decide, you know. <laughs> no, it makes good TV. Yeah, that's true. It makes good TV. They did. I mean, I wonder how many other th- times Guadalupe answered stuff that they just cut it out because it was similar. I bet after that happened, the producer's like, <laughs> don't go to her again. <laughs> and then uh what happens after that um Heidi oh. asked Andre if his tears were real and there was that cute moment where uh because she accused him of maybe it wasn't real because he's from LA and then Nick and Santina looked at each other jumped up and like took the coats off like they're gonna fight that was pretty cute that was cute Heidi has to admit she just recently moved to LA so <laughs> she does like LA which I didn't realize she had moved to LA because I mean she has to come back to New York for Project Runway it was probably her second home she probably had a home in LA and she decided to make that home in LA her main house that could be it's a tough life I know right (laughs) and I didn't realize that 
the Andre thing went on for almost 10 minutes. Seriously. They I, cut almost all of that out of the episode. I skipped it the second time I watched it, but I did like the Santina trying to cover up his laughter. Yeah, <laughs> he said over to him. After the fact, he says something about Andre being so thoughtful and like how that's representative in his designs or whatever. But like in the clip, he's laughing at Andre while Andre's crying for 10 minutes on the runway. I have a feeling he sort of laughed towards the end because it's more like, oh my God, shut up, please shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> you are you are digging your grave. Shut up. <laughs> that was then, I mean, that wasn't the episode he was eliminated on, though. Mm-mm. He lasted several episodes after that. Yeah. Um, and then they showed a clip of Andre, and I just said he has such a lust of for life. I love, I love him. I he, he's 100 percent someone I would be friends with in real life. Oh, for sure. I he yeah he they showed they were like dude imitating him or something and it was just showing like he just like joyously jumping through his day and like he was yeah. just so happy to do everything and like and also like Kara and Chloe's making fun of him I thought was cute not in a mean way yeah I don't think he was offended by it no it was I don't find it was it was something that yes he does make a lot of expressive faces and yes he does always throw himself <laughs> through the spinning doors. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny clip. And then oh, that's something I want to do one day is just run towards pigeons with my arms open. <laughs> I need to do that someday. And then they go to Zulima. Who apparently has an alter ego we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Which is an excuse for being a bitch. Yeah, apparently when every time she's rude and nasty, she says it was her alter ego that did it. But I did thought it was funny when she got in that argument with Marla in the in the uh, about the closet. She says, no, bitch, you're not getting a paint hanger. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you guys have to share a room, share a closet. And she's like... Zulima's not someone I could be friends with. No, no, I, 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 I can't fathom being a roommate with her or working alongside her. No, I would have cracked too, Kara. Don't worry, I would have cracked too. And then it they bring out Tara and Rachel, her Rachel, her model, which was kind of cool. I wish they talked a little bit more, and they wanted to know their opinions on what happened with the model switch and tara reveals she wasn't happy because she basically implied that rachel was talking shit on zoom and how yeah. difficult it was to work with her she says yeah that rachel says zulima's designs were never finished and she was always getting like pinned into outfits and like actually poked with pins and that once zulima tried to glue a dress onto her and Rachel had to remind Zulima that she is a human being. Yes. <laughs> so no wonder Tara did not want to be her model. And then she just was like, Zulima was so defensive. She was just like screaming at her. I wanted you to do good. Blah, blah, blah. Like, Calm she, down. The design after this is the one where Zulima gets kicked out. <laughs> yep. And... Rachel stayed in for longer. 
Mm -hmm. So this argument that your designs weren't doing well because of Rachel doesn't make any sense. <laughs> she mm -hmm. stayed in longer than you did. Yeah, and then Nick, you know, was his, him being upset made total sense, but then he turned around and was like, you know, I like Rachel. She's my new muse. Yeah, he made it work. Yeah. He, the whole point of the show. Mm -hmm. But that was the last thing I wrote. Um, after, it was so defensive. Oh. After that, they show scenes where everyone kind of talks shit on each other in the diary room and they give everyone the chance to like, do you want to take anything you said back? And Andre is the only one who volunteers to take what he said back, which he had said that he thought Emmett was really selfish. And he says that he was wrong to say that. And he actually thinks Emmett's really selfless and he wishes he hadn't said it in the moment. Going back to like wanting to be friends with Andre, like I have so much respect for him for doing that. Me too. He's the I only mean, one that was just like, yeah, you know, I was wrong. I should have never said that. No, Ramonda said I shouldn't have assumed Daniel Franco's sexuality. Yeah, he does say that too. Yeah, he said I he be straight. I shouldn't have said that, but uh, but Andre's apology was much more sincere. Yeah, I know. I want to be his friend. We should send him we, a message. We should see if he wants to come on the podcast. Now just send him a message. Be like, do you want to meet in New York and just run through Central Park? <laughs> Does he still live in New York? I don't remember. I don't know. I have no idea. No, I think he is from LA, but, but like, it just makes more sense in New York. <laughs> Find um, the pigeons. Then they went on to Project Runway, the musical. That part was funny. It was. It's funny. fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. At one point, they're singing Daniel Franco, Where'd You Go? And then someone cuts in, See You on Season 3. That was I funny. don't think we will see him on Season 3, but I laughed out loud. <laughs> I did. That was a club. It was, it was Santino and Nick singing, uh, Daniel, Where Did You Go? You Left Too Soon. And then finally, Santino ends it by saying, We'll see you in Season 3. <laughs> I don't think we do, but he will come back later. I remember seeing somewhere on there he does come back later. I think you said he was back in the All-Stars? Something like that, yeah. And Kara's on the All-Stars, I remember that. Um, I don't remember who wins this season. I do. Who do you think okay, win? I was going to say, well, I, I, who would you want to win at this point? Well, like, if I who say do you who think I, deserves it at this point, at this point, Nick. Well, Nick, <laughs> Nick's been eliminated. <laughs> I mean, not Nick. I was thinking Daniel. Confused. <laughs> Nick deserves though to be there. Nick deserved to go on to the finale. He did. Daniel, sorry, I always get them confused. I don't know why I think they're like the same person, even though they're nothing alike. <laughs> they're nothing, not even close. I think their last names just make me think they're the same. I don't. Know. Oh, they yeah, they both. Yeah, they both, they're both their last names start with V. Yeah. Nick Varios and Daniel Vosevic. That sounds very similar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Daniel would have, is probably going to have like the most put together upscale collection. I'm assuming from what we've seen so far, that's what I expect next episode. I'm ex I don't want any spoilers. So I haven't looked at the designs, the runways, and I don't remember. Yeah, no, I don't remember at all. Like, I know who wins. I remember who wins. But um, 
I'm really excited to see the runway looks. Yeah. I think um, Chloe's will probably be the most wearable collection based on what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. And Santino's is probably going to be the one that's most interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we asked the castmates who's going to win. And it's basically between Chloe and Daniel. And, but Nick says Santino. And Tingam was pretty surprised by that. Well, because they kind of started out friends and then they weren't friends anymore. And they, although Nick kind of says, he says something like, you know, a lot more important stuff has gone on since we filmed the show <laughs> to like continue holding a grudge. So I think he oh, also yeah, says sure. at one point that he uh, really hated Santino. For sure. I, I couldn't imagine living with him. I was worried about doing this season because coming into it I remembered really liking Santino and then seeing kind of who he's become now which we haven't really talked about much I was like I don't know how I'm going to I don't even know how to say it like how I'm going to like deal with liking who he was versus who he's become which I really don't like who he's become and it turns out I I'm the one that changed it wasn't Santino that changed I don't like who he was anymore (laughs) Uh, yeah like we've said in previous episodes I don't understand what we liked about him I don't see it anymore I guess because he sometimes made funny remarks I mean his image like his Tim Gunn impression was funny yes I laughed so hard when they showed the clip and he was singing the Nine Inch Nails song yeah (laughs) That's Tim Gunn. I would have died laughing too. And at but... some point, Andre was tied up in his impression. <laughs> he says something as Tim Gunn, and he goes, Let me come in and untie you or something. You can see some points Andre is so over it. He's so over him doing it. Hmm. But yeah, and then it basically is the end of the episode. Yeah. That's it. And Who then do you think's next- gonna win? I mean, honestly, be just based on notoriety, I'm assuming Santino probably wins, but I don't remember. I like I said, I think Daniel's gonna be the one that has the most put together upscale collection. Like I think his is gonna be the one that looks most like it's supposed to be at New York Fashion Week. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I don't even yeah, I'm curious to see all three. Um, I'm sad it's going to be a two-part episode. I mean, we can watch both and do it all Yeah, I say we watch both and do, like, just a longer episode. I, I mean, our, our our podcast times are so variable. I know. They go from, like, what, 20 minutes to, like, 60 minutes? Yeah, some of them. I don't know. I don't know that we have any as short as 20 minutes. It's, it's between 30 minutes and an hour. So I decided, though to look up Kara's mock collection mm-hmm. it was a lot different than what she did on the show was it I think she took the um judge's advice because they're like because remember when she got eliminated they're like did you make that wrap dress and she's like yeah they're like why didn't you do something like that so yeah. a few dresses look like that and they have a lot of color which I don't remember who using a lot of color 
no I'm, she kind of mentions that she likes using color and they're like well then why don't you ever use color like you never do yeah but it was pretty it was pretty average it wasn't austin scarlet level of mock decoy collection i still feel bitter about that <laughs> i know yeah, that's another reason. Like, I think it would have been funnier if Nick and Austin had a show together. That would have been funny. How how did Austin? How do you suppose that went behind the scenes? It's been a long time since I've watched On the Road with Austin Santino. I think I have like one episode randomly, but it's been a long can, time. I wonder if you can find it. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that one is up online. Did it only have like one season? Yeah, it was only one. I really liked it, but I'm wondering if my memory is different now. <laughs> oh, they are online. Where? They're, well, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's only one episode. Let me see. Who's Austin O'Brien? No, this is just like a clip or possibly just a picture that's. I need to dive into it and see if I can find stuff about it, like on Reddit, like what happened. It aired in 2010. Is it sad that 2010 doesn't feel that? long ago even though it's hella long ago 11 years ago there's 14 episodes they're just talking about if you type in austin scarlet and santino on reddit it just talks about um uh, rupaul's drag race was austin scarlet on rupaul's drag race no Yeah, I don't think it's online. I have one episode. I know I have one episode because I, I missed it when it aired. Ooh, this is interesting. Somebody on Reddit was on RuPaul's Drag Race said, what do you remember about Santino and Project Runway? And one of the comments was like, here's how ancient I am. I remember RuPaul writing on her personal blog that Santino is the sexiest man alive. What? Okay. That I need to find. I have <laughs> I have episode nine of On the Road with Austin and Santino. That's it. <laughs> that is very random. We'll find it. We'll, we'll use our sources that we used to watch the earlier episodes of Project Runway. Well, I tried there already. It wasn't on there? No. Let me look one other place. It's probably it was, not. If it was 2010, I would think it wasn't on Bravo anymore. It would be on um, Lifetime. So maybe it's on the Lifetime channel website. <laughs> I don't know that it's going to be anywhere. Such an absurd show. I just heard my 
my son biff it and then go yay <laughs> what my son just fell and he stood and then got up for a second I was like yay i guess it didn't hurt yeah no it's it's no. not online <laughs> it's nowhere <laughs> the show's been wiped from the memory of the internet can they, can you go in internet archives and find it I doubt it. I'm someone owns it. Probably Weinstein. Weinstein owns it. I just had, I just had Wikipedia open. Where is it? I had like a one little passage about it. Yeah, but it says who owns it. It aired on Lifetime. Let's go to Lifetime's website. Yeah, Einstein, Weinstein owns it. Not gonna be able to find it anywhere. All the stuff that they still own, um, like you can't even get it on DVD. Really? Yeah, you can't get. Um, they still the only Kevin Smith movie they still own is Dogma. Can't get it. What? Because of all the aggregation or the, all the stuff he did? Yeah, they like the company has just like I think they just folded and they just they still own all these copyrights, but they don't. They don't release any of them. Ugh, crazy. I guess I'll never be able to do that series. We, we could do episode nine. <laughs> Maybe we can find it on eBay. It wouldn't be that expensive. It was only one season. I don't know. Was it ever released on DVD? I literally, the only thing I remember from that show is like they were in a convertible. What was the premise of it? To like they would travel around the country to like all these different small towns and give women makeovers. And no, it's not on DVD. It's nowhere. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> Been wiped off the planet. Let's write a letter to Austin Scarlett. <laughs> Wait, we need these episodes. Or at least, can you write a journal about what happened <laughs> from your memory? <laughs> I know it was you know, like he 12 seems years like, ago. He seems like he's a fairly private person. He doesn't really have any social media. So I would say he's not going to be willing to tell us what he knows about Santino. <laughs> a girl can dream. Yeah, me and my husband joked before we got married that it's like, oh, let's write Gary Busey a really nice letter asking him to officiate our wedding. Maybe he'll do it. <laughs> I never ended up doing it, but I should gonna say i don't remember seeing him there ah, could you imagine gary beeson at our wedding it would be five minutes i'd be like why won't this man go away <laughs> <laughs> all right do you want to conclude this episode <laughs> sure this has been another episode of blood orange we are so pretentious you can hear us on all podcast platforms you can find us on twitter and instagram at blood orange wasp We'll be back next week with season two, episode 13 and 14, the finale.